I'm Lee Coffin, Vice Provost for Enrollment and Dean of Admissions and Financial Aid at Dartmouth College. And for the past year, for the first time in my life, I'm a podcaster. I knew my high school journalism background would come in handy someday. As we all know, the COVID-19 pandemic shut down many high schools. And in doing so, it also shuttered guidance offices last spring. And for the first time in my 30 years as an admission officer, I was grounded. Couldn't crisscross the country as I usually do to help juniors and seniors and their parents navigate what can be a confusing journey through college admissions and financial aid. So while we were on lockdown last spring from my living room sofa with my dog often right by me, I launched this podcast, a chat fest among my friends and colleagues that I imagined as an act of admission citizenship. Uh, Podding was an opportunity to guide you remotely to offer advice and insights to help you get started, to imagine a college search as it launched during an uncharted moment for all of us. Season one of The Search is a 12-part podcast that aired last spring and summer, and it was framed around helping you discover and explore while stuck at home, and in its later episodes, how to apply from the cozy confines of your bedroom. It's sponsored by Dartmouth, and it sometimes draws on Dartmouth's community as guests, but it is decidedly not about getting into Dartmouth, it's about selective college admissions broadly. I never imagined a season two would be necessary, but well, we're still home. So I'm back at my mic as I advance the conversation from how to start your search to how to complete it. Now that you've applied, you may be wondering what's going to happen next? How will colleges consider my candidacy with all the fuzzy variables we're negotiating right now? And if a college does choose me, how do I consider whether or not it's the best place for me and make a decision by early May? We'll help. We'll guide you through decisions like that in season two, which will debut on March 22nd. In the meantime, why not listen or listen again to season one? And if you're a high school junior or a junior parent, it's a great place to start. You can subscribe on iTunes and Spotify, Overcast, wherever you get your podcasts, and it's free. So to whet your appetite about what we talked about and where we're going, here are some highlights from last year's conversations with our lively cast of characters, other college admission officers, high school counselors, some savvy students who are about to enroll in college. Take a listen. What stressed you out? Oh, everything. <laughs> like this senior fall was definitely very stressful i think especially applying to like over 20 schools which yeah I, i'm not gonna specifically not recommend that to anyone listening but definitely don't tr don't force yourself to apply to a bunch of schools if you don't feel comfortable doing that or don't want to do it um yeah the dean's going to interrupt and say don't apply to 20 schools that's that's too many i'm gonna second it <laughs> yeah, it, was, it was a lot it was it was a bit yeah. um but i think just it, not only doing the amount of work about writing a bunch of essays and having to feel like you're sharing yourself with a bunch of people and trying to wrap yourself up in a nice little package to give to somebody, but just on top of that, I guess a lot of what I was dealing with was just still kind of coming to terms with the fact that in a year, I would be in a totally new environment and 
moving away. I knew I wanted to go out to sea. I knew I wanted to go further away. So moving out of my hometown, meeting totally new people, I think just dealing with the fact that a lot of the things you experience your senior year are going to be the last time you ever experience something like that. On top of doing all of that work, it was definitely a very stressful time. But this sounds so cliche, but the only thing I can say about that is that just it'll get better. Just keep doing it and pushing through and doing the work, but also appreciating the time that you have with the, your loved ones and where you are because that will change. Um, so acknowledge it, but also keep going, I guess. Mm-hmm. Our next episode shares how to find the college that's right for you during this stay-at-home spring. We're going to be talking about what I call the three P's program, place, and people. And then the fourth P, price, will come in a future episode. Um, these, are the, these are the macro issues you should be looking for in a school. Some of our kids have strong sense of like one or two things that matter, right? Mm-hmm. And as they go through the search, those evolve and they change. And I'm even thinking about this year, I think geography is going to be this really interesting negotiable where you know, we might have a lot of kids who say, I want to study abroad or I want to study in California and mm-hmm. the travel climate is going to make that a negotiable or, mm-hmm. you know, one that's, that's often not negotiable at all is cost, right? Yeah. That for some of our kids, cost is the key driver and yeah. getting someplace to meet their full need is never going to be negotiable. So we just think over time, we sort of, we describe them as like buckets. Some of them are more full and others may be empty for the whole search. Others, you know, you kind of are distributing your preferences. You can fall in love with a school. And if it's, uh, and, you've, and you're like, this is great. And you check off the academics and you check off uh, the, the fit in the social setting and you don't check off the affordability and you keep going down the road that can lead to frustration because uh, you're like, this is the most perfect school, but they gap and Mm -hmm. they don't meet full need. And we've had, we haven't been able to save as much as our income uh, might say we should have. And so looking at, uh, looking at uh, the whole process, when you're looking at a school, as you do, as colleges do holistic reviews, uh, applicants and families or, uh, or prospects need to do uh, holistic reviews. And that's looking at uh, not just, uh, is this the right college, but uh, adding that affordability part in because you can always adjust. You can have a reach school academically. You can have a reach school financially, but you also want to make sure that you have a, not just a safety school academically, but you want a safety school financially so that you know I can afford this no matter what. I have a place for myself. So what counts? How does an admission officer assess merit? Two words, data and voice. One is foundational. One is texture. One answers an essential question about academic achievement and your ability to thrive in a college's curriculum. And as we will show you, the answer to that question might depend on the curriculum offered by the college. The other is your personal story. What voice do you bring to a college community? So we'll answer this bewitching question in two episodes. This episode, 
looks at the data that defines academic achievement and our assessment of it. In the next episode, we'll focus more on storytelling and how you share your narrative through the other parts of an application. often find that I don't really understand things until I write about them. Um, and so the, the moment that this essay is based on, which was this interaction with my uncle in China, um, was something that I wanted to explore. And, you know, this, this sort of started off as like a, a letter to myself. Um, and then eventually I realized that it would be a good common app essay. So yeah, that's kind of how it came to yeah. be about. Well, you also chose the uh, share an essay on any topic of your choice. So you went with the open-ended prompt that let you wander and wonder in whatever direction felt right to you. And, you know, in the middle of your essay, you, you come to this point about what you just said, writing. Um, could you share that with us? Yeah. That's all I ever want to do. Every poem, every story, every essay, pen on paper, pen on hands, pen on walls, the oceans within me, sometimes tempestuous, sometimes placid, always kaleidoscopic, escape so that my mind is no longer an island. Each September when I welcome the class to campus at the matriculation ceremony, I use students' words as a way of framing their collective biography, as a way of introducing themselves to each other and the community they have just created by the act of enrolling. To take us out of this episode, a group of tour guides will share some introductions of students who joined Dartmouth's class of 2023 a year ago. And in doing so, you will see the way a rich tapestry of people come together to create a campus that has a community, a point of view, diversity, lots of common ground, and most importantly, a shared passion for where we are together. I'm a woman who refuses to lower her voice. I am a city boy who's tired of the city. I'm a mix of Puerto Rican sass and New England clergy. Playing the trombone is my form of rebellion. I'm a third generation Holocaust survivor. I'm a transgender kid in the rural Midwest. Bees are my jam. I have birthed some baby goats. I've penned hundreds of sonnets and raced thousands of miles and I spend my lunch hour discussing Dante, Queen, and Caravaggio. I am a half-Unitarian, half-Pagan football player who stars in the school play. I'm a girl with one foot in the 18th century and one foot in 2040. My wobbly accent is too American for the Brits and too English for the Americans. I'm a Black girl born to a single mother in the Deep South. My home and my heart are in the streets, sand, and beaches of Dubai. Kate is a single syllable of fierce independence. I am tumbleweed. I'm passionately curious about the bacteria in poop. When the bomb threat is real, I stay home. I will be the revolutionary point in my family tree 
in which the ladies no longer settle with a high school degree. I'm known as Tiki because I'm a proponent of laughing it out. I come from a tradition of Southern soul, as well as a tradition of breaking traditions. Some people bring flowers or a box of chocolates when invited for dinner. I bring an air filter. And his teacher added, he's like one of his air filters. Nothing gets past him. Those amazing first-year students you just met are among the 10 million reasons we're keeping our podcast going into season two. That's right. Every year, more than 10 million students around the world transition from high school to higher learning in America. You're probably one of them, and you're probably a high-achieving kid with some big ambitions for what comes next. We're here to help you think that through, make some decisions, introduce yourself in your own words, so that we can meet you as a person, not as a letter grade and not as one of those pesky digits on testing that most of you can't take now anyway. So we're here to help and we look forward to 10 episodes this season that advances this conversation and helps you get to where you hope you want to be. Subscribe to the search on Spotify, iTunes, Overcast, the Dartmouth Admission website, or wherever you find your podcasts. The search is produced by Charlotte Albright with production assistance from Peg Chase. I'm Lee Coffin. I'll be your host. Look forward to the conversations we're about to have. See you soon. Thank you.